another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Eliane. And today we have a special guest. Yes, exactly. So, (laughs) Eliane, thank you so much for um, being on the show. Hello. I'm very happy to be here too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And... Because like you are here in in person, I mean you you were with uh, with Sydney actually, so you've you travelled over to the US and um, been staying over and been doing a, quite a number of uh, things of activities and sort of um, you know f- for many things which you know we'll we'll definitely talk about it later on in the show. So, yeah. which is going to be really exciting. So, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, those of us who, those of you who may not be as familiar, uh, Ilian Toralba, uh, would you just introduce yourself a little? Tell us a little bit about why you're here. Why, why do we have you on this podcast? Who are you in the Dark Crystal community? <laughs> who I am? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm from France. Maybe you can tell with my accent. Like uh, Louis Leterrier, uh, we have uh, maybe the same accent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm uh, a puppet maker. Well, I think you saw my skexes. Maybe people following the podcast maybe saw my skexes at one, one point. At the Great but Conjunction. At the Great Conjunction. Yes, uh, with or on the Crystal Shard. Yeah, Skexard the yes, Entertainer. The Entertainer, yes, yes. Uh, on the Crystal Shard gr- group. I post a lot of my art, and uh, because I, yeah, I draw. I I'm an artist uh, also. I did a lot of fun fan fan art for uh, for the Dark Crystal. And Eliane was very uh, participated so much with our our previous Thrawathon celebrations. Lots of yes. art contributions and a uh, big big help in the community. So we we love her. We're, she's part oh. of Thra. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> And Thra is definitely uh, somewhere near France. It, it just, it, all the signs point to the fact that um, if, if Thra exists, it's probably in France. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. With you and, you and, the, you and Louis. Well, uh, Brian Froud, he got a lot of inspiration from uh, French ar- architecture uh, because there was an, a movement in architecture is Art Nouveau, Art Nouveau, I don't know how... You say it in English, Art Nouveau, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, really the big thing, actually, thinking about, you know, Dark Crystal in France was that I think when the film came out, it was one of the biggest, I think, grossing films in, I think, 1982 or 83, whenever the, the film came out then. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, such a Definitely. big, you know. Yeah, big love for Dark big Crystal in France. France. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so thank you for joining us today, Eliane. And uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, later on in the podcast about the sorts of adventures we've been having over here in the California sector of Thra. <laughs> mm, yes, yes, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, I know these Trial by Stone shows, um, at the moment, they're just sort of happening whenever there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, and which, you know, for this episode, there's quite a bit to talk about. So, you know, it's sort of like, hey, you know, we're, we're back. I mean, we've still been enjoying doing our Dark Crystal Minute shows. So I hope you've been um, enjoying our sort of fun, um, you know, dissecting every minute of the film and just chatting about little moments within within those minutes of the film. And um, so, no, which is all uh, pretty fun stuff. First, I guess, you know, to start off the show, um, I know, I think, Cindy, last time when we chatted on the podcast, I think we talked about with Law, um, a collectible from uh, Weta Workshop, and as usual, incredible stuff from them, as, as always, <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, but they finally um, released uh, The Gotham. Um, so, uh, The Gotham was one of those, it was one of those characters that we knew was going to come eventually, um, had hinted about it in the past, so it's just nice that they at least... Uh, have you know announced it and then they released it and now it's available to pre-order um and uh yeah it, you know as you know big props to them 
it's just incredible work from from the Weta Workshop. Yeah, and very limited edition. There's only 500 of them, um, which is, you know, if you're grumbling about the price a little bit, as many of us, you know, often are, because um, we're not made of money, but they are. <laughs> there are only 500 of them, and they're uh, massive. That's an enormous Garth and Boy. And as we were hoping, we had speculated a little bit last time, uh, yes, he does in fact have LED eyes, and not only does he have LED eyes, but they're color changing LED eyes. It's, yes, it's- yeah, because there's there's actually two colors. I think um, uh, it says uh, features light up LED eyes that can that can change color between blue and purple, um, as seen in the Netflix series and the 1982 film, respectively. Because well, that was a film like that was the thing that um, yeah, they were they were blue in at the end of the show. And so then it turned to purple. Well, it's, it'll be interesting. I know it's one of those things is like, ah, oh, it'd be interesting to see the time that, you know, it, they transition over the color from blue to purple. Like blue was sort of the prototype and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because he, uh, Wetar is doing um, collectible for the movie and the show. And this guard team is for both because he has the blue eyes from the show and the uh, purple eyes from the movie. It, it it really is, yeah. Because I think I, I think with the uh, show, I think um yeah they they just used the original um Gotham costume. I think they might have talked. About, I think I, I can't remember if they did talk about it or if I just read it or heard about it. That I think it was a company named uh, Stitches and Glue, in England, oh, who uh, built up the Gotham, but with original part, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we talked about it a little bit when we had Dan Dewhurst on uh, on the chat. We. Um, he gave us a little bit of insight about the the Gotham Gotham costume. I say Gotham, like he's in Batman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Gotham. Yeah, and and I because I, I still remember there was that story. I think he mentioned that there was like one piece from the Gotham costume um, that he they didn't know where it connected to, and he still has that piece. You know, sort of hoping the day you know if if they do more, you know, if it if they happen to do Dark Crystal again in the future, and if he gets the opportunity to be the Gotham. Um, Still figure out where that piece goes to in the in the maybe, costume. Maybe uh, maybe um, that yeah. piece has something to do with the purple eyes. Like you plug well, in that piece and the eyes turn purple. <laughs> oh well, there we go. That, that could be the case. Yeah. Problem solved. Um, yeah. So I I know it's been a while, but definitely yeah, def- definitely check that interview um out um yeah with Dan. So that that was a really good one. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, you know and. Yeah, I know we all sort of, you know, yeah, you know, of, of course, there's always the price can be a bit like, oh, it's a bit too much. But um, but if you look at, you know, the size of it and just the, the detail, you know, you, you're not going to get, um, you know, any, you know, Gotham statue that's going to look like that incredible compared. Um, yeah, I think it's it's like maybe their most uh, expensive statue from them, them all. Uh, for the dark crystal, um, it looks like it's just a couple of centimeters away from having to be registered as a weapon because it's huge. So, yeah. Yeah, Any, yeah. Um, I mean, being one one sixth, it's um, yeah. It would I would imagine it'd be yeah, insanely massive. Um, but yeah, it's um, so yeah. I know it's yeah. So now it's a, yeah. It is available um yeah to pre-order. Um, there's only five hundred of them are gonna be around. Um, and I think they're going to ship. I was just having a look on their website. It says that it's estimated for first quarter of 2023. So, um, oh yeah, we have to yeah. we have to wait a long time. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, the good thing, you know, that I'm just noticing, of course, they they do do installment plans. So if you wanted to, if you really wanted to get it, but can only pay a certain amount at a time. Um, I think all that's on their website. So, um, yeah. So that's no, like it's it's. Like even for myself, it's like it's very, very tempting. Like I, you know, to to get that little, you know, monthly payments. Of, maybe I know, perhaps I know. we can think about uh, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so <laughs> almost as big I'm, as a car. So think of it like car payments. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> start getting a loan for. <laughs> no, I don't want to go that far. Um, but yeah, so so yeah. Um, again, yeah, Gotham. Yeah, from Weta Workshop, just incredible LED lights. So that's you know. Really happy about that. I think base. It was really based on those images. I think the first images were like, "I wonder if they're actually going to glow up, or if yeah. it was like some really, Photoshop effect." So yeah, yeah I think in. in some in some yeah. pictures, <laughs> I thought that it was like a glow in the dark statue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
because uh, yeah, he was like all green and blue and uh, yeah, they took know. some creative lighting liberties there yeah. in that picture, which I think is really cool looking. It's very spooky, but it raised a lot of questions. We were like, is is it lighting up or is that just for the promo? Like, don't don't toy with us, what a <laughs> I know. Yeah, I oh, see. Hang on, I'm just looking at the height, um, like how how tall it is. So it's uh about 13.38 inches wow. tall so that's over sorry a in australia that's that's 35 like 34 centimeters tall so that, that is that that is actually pretty tall that's over a foot well i have a hunter i have a hunter statue and uh it's around um this height oh, okay yeah 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 is, so, is that's, it around like so eight, that's eight eight inches yeah so it's uh well i'm sen- i'm in centimeter two oh. And it's uh, in it's um, yeah um, thirty thirty four thirty five thirty four thirty five centimeters. Yeah. yeah, forty. I think forty centimeters. With the, yeah, with the yeah. base. With the base. With the base. Yeah, yeah, I would presume so with the base. So yeah, so the hunter is actually a little bit yeah. So the skexies are yeah, like a lot a lot taller compared to the um the Gotham. So Meryl, yeah, yeah. But also the hunter has his. Uh, Back arms mm. up with oh, that would add some height. Oh, that's swords. true. Yeah, that yeah. sort of amounts to, yeah, the, the increase in the height, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. But uh, yes. the, the Gartham is significantly, like, thicker and denser, so he's that, probably yeah, very too, heavy. Yeah, that too, yeah. You got to be careful what kind of shelf you put him on. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, got to find maybe, a really good spot. Maybe not the shelf above your bed. <laughs> like, not oh, no, no, no. So <laughs> so for those um at, at, uh, listening to the show, I mean, well, this is a, an, for, you know, an audio uh, podcast, but, yeah, in my background I have this, um, yeah, this desk. Um, pretty much it's really like an Ikea that you know, an Ikea... Um, shelvings and all that kind of stuff so i wouldn't put my um i haven't put my wetter workshop uh figures on it yet um well, there are a couple like the, 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 there's a couple of the um you can probably see the the reaction figurines i haven't figured out what i'm going to do with the dark crystal with the, like i want to the put them figures. i want to put them on display nice nicely um but i have to figure out where to put it and you know how i'm going to do it so um they'll be they'll be somewhere really nice so yeah <laughs> yeah definitely i have my my kira from weta in a glass uh, glass case where no one can breathe on her <laughs> yeah <laughs> me i have my uh, my hunter and, and my rian facing each other fighting oh, nice. yes. they go very well together really yes oh, it's mostly awesome. like it's yeah. mostly like the lore and bria yes, they go together yeah, like them, them yeah yeah, yeah. And even like Date and Harp, like they go together as well. Um, yeah, so like for myself, it's like I've got, uh, was it Rian, Date and Harp and Brea. So I've got those four. And then that's probably, you know, me thinking about, ah, uh, probably need to get Law. And that's probably going to be like, had sort of, I mean, the, the good guys of, <laughs> you know, the good characters of um, Age Resistance sort of thing. And um, but and yeah, get the get the Gartham and have him like looming I, in the distance, like. <laughs> I know that have that see the, the the season two sort of version, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. of the yeah. Gartham lurking in the background with all the heroes of Thra, you know, with yeah. Rin and Deet and Brea and 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 Hup as well. So yeah, he could <laughs> also be a, a good form of like home security. You could put the Gartham like in your window. And, you know, oh, tr- yeah, turn yeah. all the lights off and then turn his like eyes on and the you know, LEDs. Nobody's yeah. gonna come in there and be like, oh. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I know, mess yeah. with that. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll probably yeah. just put it like by the windowsill, and yeah, you know, that's just, why he's so expensive. Yeah. It's a security system. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's guarding. Bam. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Makes yeah. Sense. So. Clickety clack. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so as always, you know, they they do pretty great stuff, and um, uh, hopefully they'll, you know, I'm so sure I'm, you know, I hope that they'll still continue to make more of them. Um. Uh, you know, there's always lots of characters for them to do. Um, I'm still waiting for the Erskek. I think that's probably like the one of the sort of main pieces. I'm sort of like, I really hope they they have a, you know, they do they do one of them. Yeah, even if it's a limited edition, just to see it out, you know, in existence. And this year would be so great for that if they announced it at the end of the year for the anniversary. Like that would be so. Uh, appropriate i think oh absolutely yeah yeah even if it you know because of course you know with the gotham uh can't get the gotham till early next year i mean sure if they do the earth maybe mid next year you know they'll come out 
but it would be very nice. So yeah, we'll but see what happens. Yeah. The announcement uh, is already a great thing for the fourth, uh, the fourteenth anniversary, fourteenth anniversary. Yeah. And I guess you know, moving forward, you know, from from the Weta workshop, I mean, and speaking about the um, the the fortieth anniversary, um, I think th this was announced actually recently, Sydney, um, that this, I mean, this thing was almost pretty much more or less the start of sort of that it's part of the film's fortieth anniversary celebration. And, um, and of course, we're, and of course, we're talking about NFTs. <laughs> um, which, not freaking uh, tangible. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> not freaking tangible. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 well, well. See, this was an interesting thing actually. Early this year, um, the Hanson Company they announced something with Vivi, uh, with Labyrinth NFTs. And of course, when that happened, you know, yeah, there was a bit of, you know, a lot of con controversy with NFTs in general. And, and actually I think, um, tough pigs, um, one of the Muppet fan, uh, websites, uh, they, they, they actually, I'll, I'll put these links in the show notes, uh, but they actually had a really great article, um, pretty much, uh, you know, just wrote what, you know, for those that didn't know what NFT are, NFTs are, you know, what they are. And, but this is with a different company. Um, so it's not with VV. So who knows what's happened with, um, with VV and Henson when it came to NFTs, whether it's just a labyrinth thing only. Um, cause I, I expected, I mean, you know, Hey, that they're probably going to do dark crystal down the track with them, but it's with a different company. So I thought that was okay. That was, um, very interesting. So I don't know whether they had, um, yeah, they just changed over to two quid and um and that's the thing. So I was just looking at the um the press release and um yeah, it just says the Jim Henson Company, um uh, you know, established leader in family entertainment has partnered with Quid, the original digital the original digital collectibles and NFT marketplace and studio owned by Annie Mocha brands to launch an NFT initiative based on Jim Henson's nineteen eighty two family classic The Dark crystal fantasy classic the dark family crystal. classic <laughs> yes family classic uh, um in, in celebration of the 40th anniversary of the film's release um so yeah they just talk about you know the things that you know these new collections will bring the dark crystal universe and characters to life in in digital and blockchain collectibles and um you know yeah it's a bit of a press release so the first drop features a limited series of cards and collectibles showcasing the film and the journey of Jen um, that will serve as a gateway to the entire Dark Crystal digital collecting universe and um, unlock unique events and coveted merchandise. Um, so things, subsequent collections will include the Quid collectible series, a collectible card game with unique unlockable Dark Crystal rewards, an archival art series with behind the scenes conceptual drawings, and a hyper-limited 3D NFT series. So each collection offers fans an opportunity to receive unique Dark Crystal giveaways, prizes, and experiences. The first collection drops soon. Um, so, yeah. It's, um... It's, Did I know, it's sort of a it's bit interesting. like... interesting. <laughs> I just, I don't... I'm going to take a page out of Jamie's book and say, who asked for this? <laughs> No, I know. Because... I know who asked for <laughs> NFTs. Yeah, um, it, it's. I, I. I think it's sort of like it, it's a bit like um. You know, it's 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 like the the thing from Spaceballs. You know, Spaceballs two. The the search for more money. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. That's sort of you I, know. Cause, yeah. It's just like I want to be positive on one hand. Like I said in the when we posted about this in the Crystal Shard group, and it was just flooded with negative comments of just like nobody's happy about this and like everybody's just like as, as uh some some comments were as innocent as just like i don't understand what this is so this is a really dumb idea because not enough people understand it and then as like extreme a reaction as like some of my friends are saying things like this is a very skexies move like creating these goes very oh for sure against uh what the message of the dark crystal is like um that like the skexies would would release nfts and it doesn't the it doesn't um go with you know the theme of what the dark crystal franchises uh the messages are 
And um, so it was a lot of passionate opinions and just like flooded with negativity. And I wanted to try to like add a voice of like, okay, well, there is a, a silver lining in it in the sense that Henson is not completely burying all Dark Crystal. They're, they're wanting to celebrate the 40th anniversary in some way. And that, you know, yeah, if to continue this to have means, that exposure. Yeah, yes, if, to if the this franchise, means yeah. somebody is talking about Dark Crystal and they weren't before, and this gets somebody curious who might not have been curious before, like that, like that part of it is a good thing. And um, so I, I don't want to just completely crap on it, but at the same time, it is just such a strange move. It's so odd. Like, yeah, isn't it? It's just weird because when you think about all the many, many, many de- demands and and wishes that the that this fandom has, um, you know, been wishing for out into the universe, just like please give us, you know, a Blu-ray release of of Age of Resistance. Give us yeah. more and content. And I still want give my m- and I still want my Pluff and Plush toy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, and our and our uh, Podling cookbook. And you know, we have a million ideas. Like it just to me is representative of the fact that the fans are not full being paid attention to right now in the sense that the things we are deliberately asking for like there's plenty of ideas out there for different ways to celebrate the movie and to make the fans happy and to keep conversations going and i don't think anyone at any point went oh nfts would be a good idea yeah because the nft the nfts has like a fan base uh, mm. I think most yeah, it has its own really cool audience. Yeah, yeah. All the artists I know um, are very against on NFTs. We are more like commissions, prints, uh, and most of the dark, dark crystal community uh, are more about buying prints, uh, buying um, having some tangible commissions. art uh, directly supporting other creators. Especially like that's kind of my take on NFTs in general is that. It's sort of like getting a creative credit. You're paying money to get a creator's credit to say that you have ownership of something without the added hassle of having to have actually created the thing. You just get to say you bought it. Um, whereas most of the Dark Crystal fandom are creators and artists. And, yeah. and so we want to support... Like me. Exactly. So we want to support the fellow creators we want to support people by saying here is this thing that i have that's theirs that that person created and they are the owner so like yeah i can share a digital image of one of elian's um sketches <laughs> like the one that i have on my wall that she did for throathon that's beautiful um but anyone asks me about it and i say this is who did it this is this yeah. is her social yeah, media go follow her go it. support yeah, her yeah <laughs> And also, um, I have a lot of commissions. It's digital, but it's like the, peop- the person who buys a commission from me, they are like, uh, oh, uh, I want my original Dark Crystal character. Uh, like, can you draw my, uh, my original uh, character? Then, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I say, yeah. So it's their characters because uh, they want to see their characters with my style. So yeah, this is why they commissioned me. And I commission a lot of people too, because I want to see my characters in, in their style. Uh, but that's a fusion of creative mm-hmm. minds in that way. A commission is a beautiful thing because the, you have a, you know, your, your client, so to speak, is a creator in the sense that it's their character, but that you're also sharing the credit in that I brought it to life, so to speak. I put this character on the page and like made it so you can actually see them. And this is sort of our mutual, we joined forces together to make this. Um, Whereas the NFT culture is really just about claiming ownership and giving money. And um, yes, and it's all, you know, sort of, yeah, you're just getting an, an image, a link to an image and it's really all, you know, just numbers at the end of the day, you know, it's, yeah. And it's about speculation too. Like uh, you have, when you when the people buy an NFT, they buy it to uh, like resell it uh, with uh, yeah more expensive uh, in prefer- for preference. <laughs> yeah, more expensive, exactly. Yeah. So they don't even intend to maintain ownership of it. It's it's just profit. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, in, try and in, make more money down the track. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so for, in that respect a lot of the the criticisms that have been coming out about like well this is kind of a weird anti thraw <laughs> like that it's strange that they're making uh this this product that is a very skexies move and and i you know i'm not necessarily necessarily saying that that's 
100% my opinion, but I but I do see the validity in that stance and why people are saying that. Um, and in this case, it's moved because it's very bad for the for the planet. There's definitely an argument from what I heard. Like uh, yes, yeah, I've heard a lot. Yeah, like use they yeah consume a lot of power. Um, yeah, this is what I heard. Yeah, with running you know all the servers and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's sort of it's a yeah it's a very just a very interesting move, I guess. Um, yeah, from Henson Company to get into the NFTs, but I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, well, a lot of com- other companies have been um, doing. So it's not just Henson Company; it's also Disney, and there's a lot of you know other yeah. big major corporations that have been getting into the NFT. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't uh, know what happened. I guess yeah. I don't know what happened to the Labyrinth ones. Yeah, I know it's because I know they announced it, and I have no idea what what happened um, with them. Whether I don't know, maybe they did have a falling out, or yeah, I I'm actually curious. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna look on their website because this was in December 2021 was when we last um, you know that that was it was announced. Um, but I haven't. I mean, that's the thing. I hadn't heard of anything since then. So who knows if um. Yeah, no, it's, it's all very, yeah, very interesting stuff. And I think, um, yeah, as I mentioned, I think um, Tough Pigs, um, I'll definitely put a link in the show notes because they, they actually did a good job of um, explaining it all um, and just sort of, and basically, yeah. It, so in conclusion, it's like NFTs are not, aren't really very Henson-y. Um, it's like, they're not particularly interesting. They're not accessible. They're not entertaining. They're not good for the planet. This decision is baffling and feels like a selfish cash grab, which is something Henson was always loath to do during his lifetime um this is about as far from henson as you can get um and and you know the the end comment was like there's a ton of creative henson products projects out there that you you can support and collect and and also a ton of talented new artists out there you could commission and get your own special art pieces um and at the end it's like and did did you really want to read all this just understand what a 3d image of an old guy with a bird hat really is no it's just ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah but yeah it's a very yeah yeah so i know it's been a bit yeah pretty controversial and um yeah i I mean it'd be interesting to see what comes of it but yeah i know you know it's not a very favorable kind of thing but and i like like you said sydney about how um you know, really the only upside, if there is, you know, an upside is just like, hey, you know, at least it's a bit more exposure exposure for Dark Crystal. And, you know, yeah, if of it course. reaches to people that have never seen Dark Crystal and they're like, after seeing, seeing all these NFTs and finding out what the movie is about and who knows, you know. I wanted it'll, be, to, it'll be interesting, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to add, uh, it's weird because I read that uh, there is like concept arts uh, sold as NFTs. So, as part of the packages, you mean yeah. in the Dark Crystal, the Dark Crystal? Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was. Maybe it's Brian Frow's art. Yeah, because who else's uh, well, concept the, art would it be? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, actually. Yeah, like if all his concept art, I know it's one of those things. I'm, I'm, you know, don't know what Brian would think about all this. Yeah, yeah, know, that's what I was as, thinking as well. I know, but. Because that, that's the thing. It says, um, was it uh, archival art series with behind the scenes conceptual drawings? Which, I mean, um, I'm probably going to assume that it's going to be all sort of stuff we've all seen, you know, all existing stuff, wherever it's yeah. from the World of the Dark Crystal book or yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, it does make me think about the ownership with Brian Fra- like with Brian Frout's artwork whether he still has full ownership over the art or whether you know it's Jim Henson company that owns it you know everything he makes for Dark Crystal you know goes full ownership to the Jim Henson company um yeah it's um yeah especially coming to that part like you know fair enough it's if it's like you know their own creations like I think we saw like that that sort of that 3D crystal the you know the Dark Crystal kind of thing but Mm, um using images but yeah but using images you know conceptual drawings um yeah which uh yeah because that was sorry that was what i was talking about earlier about the hyper limited 3d nft series i can get that you know that that'd be really unique that sort of thing but when it comes to sort of yeah especially with behind the scenes stuff with conceptual drawings that's 
Yeah, that's going to be it really interesting. It raises questions. Yeah. It, it does, a lot of yeah. Questions. questions, questions, too many too questions. Too many questions, <laughs> as usual. Um, but it did say on the post, if I'm not mistaken, that this was part of the 40th anniversary celebration, right? Isn't that... Well, that that was the thing in their press release. That was sort of the, um, the byline. You know, the main headline was the Jim Henson Company partners with Quid to release the Dark Crystal NFTs. And then the next line was part of the film's 40th anniversary celebration. So maybe there is more. Uh, more of what yeah, well, is the question? It's only one, one, one part of many more, hopefully. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I, I think for myself, it's like probably not the best start of the part. To, let's, so let's start celebrating, you know, the anniversary by doing NFTs. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's so. a weird, it's a weird move to, to say the least. It's weird, but it's also sparking a lot of controversy and, and like heated discussions among the fandom. So like, I guess you could say that's another sort of, I don't know if upside is the right way to put it, but like it's getting, it's it's stirring up the community again. It's getting us like, hey, wait a minute, like talking about what we actually want and things to get riled up about. So uh, it's not quiet in yeah. the fandom at least. So, <laughs> yes, so there's yeah. that. Uh, yeah, it's got us all, all talking about it. And, um, and, and uh, well, and that's the thing. I mean, anything from that article as, as you know, as I said that it is a part so let's hope for many more. Let's see what else we get to come. You know, see what mm-hmm. else comes to celebrate uh, the 40th anniversary of um, also, the Dark Crystal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Weta is spoiling us. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with we, all their collectibles, this is um, yeah, been really incredible stuff. And he's hoping for many more from Weta as well. Um, and I guess you know we might actually transition. You know speaking of parts of the celebration um of course we have um uh the great conjunction uh so we saw saw a facebook post um that pretty much confirmed that uh i mean actually i will find i will find that the original post and um find it on on facebook and again we'll put this in the show notes um for the great conjunction um but yeah so you know, uh, Zay, who runs, who of course runs the Great Conjunction. So, for any for any of you that don't know, um, uh, Zay uh, or Thamescon, I think um, the people behind it or whatnot, um, they did start up um, a, a Dark Crystal themed convention, and this was back in February 2020. Um, the very first one that this sort of you know, like the first sort of Dark Crystal convention, um, as far as we know, I think this is the very first one that's ever been done big scale so many people were there um, i was there i wish and you were there yeah, yeah no, I, uh and i i wished i was there as it, it, it was definitely one of those things i'm like i should have really made that trip because yeah yeah it was a uh, great it was a great moment and i hope uh it would happen again very soon and you will all get there because it was very it was great like so many dark crystal fa- dark crystal fans together in in a one room sort yeah. of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of a very rare occasion for for that to happen, um, and yeah, and I, <clears throat> but yeah. So there was a, a Facebook post, and um, yeah. So she just wrote a massive thank you to all the Dark Crystal fans out there supporting and showing appreciation for what we do. And we've had a lot of people asking us if there'll be another great conjunction, um, which is very lovely. And the answer is yes. Uh, we are working really hard to give you something really special to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Dark Crystal. Um, and then it ends with, you know, in the meantime, we love to get, you know, the Facebook page to 2000 likes. Please like and share every little helps and stay tuned for more announcements coming soon. Thank you for your patience, Thrillings. So, yeah, if you're if you're not following them already, if you're not liking, if you haven't liked the Great Conjunction on Facebook, please go do that, um, and then get some updates in terms of uh, the next announcement that they have and like where it might be, when it might be. I mean, there's only half the year left, so we know it can only be a few months away. Um, you know, whenever. Well, it of is. course, yeah. With you know, with the anniversary yep. is in December, yep. so could be over December could be earlier who knows yep. you know uh, so. who knows so it's all, all up in the air um 
But um, I think I can safely say that um, Trial by Snow, Sydney and I, um, I think we'll definitely be, we're, we're hoping to be involved yeah. in, in some capacity. Absolutely. Um, so, we yeah, have a- it's, it's one of those things is once, once it gets fully announced and once the dates gets locked in, then I just got to figure out how, how I'm going to get there. Basically, yeah. wherever know, it is, we'll to... figure out a way. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and we so have we'll, a... we'll make it happen. And also everybody, everybody was happy to, um, all the Dark Crystal, fa- Dark Crystal fans were happy to meet each other and share, share the love and everything. And the puppeteers and the people who worked, well, uh, on the Great Conjunction, it was mostly uh, the puppeteers from... Uh, from Age of Resistance, the puppeteers, some puppeteers for uh, the original movie, a lot of people who worked on the movie, who made the puppets, who made the sculptures uh, for the original movie. Yeah, for Age of Resistance, it was mostly the puppeteers. Like we had um, Becky Anderson, Neil Sternberg, uh, Victor Yerid, uh, Louise Gold. Amazing. Yes, well, yeah, she counts as both. <laughs> the OG of you know Dark Crystal with um the uh, the Goromon in uh, both the movie and the TV show. Yeah, yeah. and Nick Callington who did uh, right. who was the creature creature performer yes. for uh, the, the Hunters. Hunter, Hunter yes, yeah, with Skekamal. So yeah, yeah. Like I remember, like it was such a big such a big lineup. Star studded um, yeah, for us. It's, it, it really and was, and and the frogs, yes, of course. And the yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just a massive, like, yeah, I was looking at the website again, you know, you see, yeah, like, you, you we can go through it, you know, you can almost spend a whole day, you know, Steve Whitmire, Melissa Whitmire, yeah, Neil Serenberg, who- Becky Henderson, and then we got Hup, or, you know, uh, Victor, uh, Dave Barkley, and Tim Clark, and... Um, Tim Clark. Richard Slaughter, <laughs> and Lisa Maxwell, and Ooh. Nick Kellington, and the Frouds, Kieran Shah, yeah. uh, Louise Gold. Mike Edmonds, oh, you know, I can just Mike, yeah. Mike Quinn, oh, yeah. uh, Simon J. Williamson, um, Tim Rose, Hugh Spite, and um, Toby Philpot. Uh, of course. Which, well, I've had him in the podcast a couple of times. Uh, wonderful stories. Um, yeah. With his son, Stephen Garlic, I guess, of course, the voice mm-hmm. of Jen. Yeah. Um, John Coppinger. Like the list, Michael like. Michael like, Oh, wait, this, yeah, Michael Kil- Kilgariff and mm-hmm. Valerie uh, Shelton yeah um so it was just yeah like an incredible sort of biggest lineup for a dark crystal convention you couldn't go any but the emo- bigger than that so yeah the emotional emotional thing uh is that uh some of them haven't haven't met each, each other for like 30 years it was the first time they saw each other after 30 years yeah so it was like just almost like a big reunion as well like yeah uh, which was incredible, and and I think I think there was plenty more actually that were on the uh, that aren't on this announcement that that came over as well. Um, so who yeah, knows was, who might show up for uh, for part for two. the next? <laughs> yeah, exactly for the next great conjunction. So yeah, so definitely stay tuned. Um, definitely the best place is probably their Facebook. Um, uh, you can go to the website, um, which is uh, www.thegreatconjunction.com. So. Uh, those two would be the best places um that and also on the the facebook page um but definitely i think definitely on the facebook and you know if anything gets announced we'll definitely be sharing it and uh provide you with any um uh, updates as well so yeah yeah so you know let's hope it certainly happens and um yeah i i can't wait you know if if, for me to be there you know be surrounded with all you guys and you know all the fans and you know just how much this you know this franchise has, has meant to me and you know and to all of us sort of things so yeah it's, on the first it's e- gonna be, yeah on the first edition we had uh, the activities were um, there were some pa- panels 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 uh with uh, yeah in- interviews with uh, all all the people who worked on the movies and on the movie and on the show like uh, there was a panel about uh, the skexies about the the mystics um about age of age of resistance uh yeah we were all sharing their experience and there was a cosplay competition yeah they got to do that again oh yes this. yeah yes there was a comp- cosplay comp- competition and um uh, the one who uh, i think there were like multiple winners yeah. 
because there was like yeah because i i remember that was like i i think i even watched there was a live stream of the cosplay contest and i think even the judges they were struggling to you know uh, you know who, who to give the ultimate award to because because once again so many dark crystal fans are creators and so like the <laughs> the costumes are they're gonna be like a plus they they brought their a game everybody's you know so talented in this fandom so and yeah. then of course um Elian had uh, skexide the entertainer with her yeah, I was I was a contestant uh, on the on the cosplay competition, but it was only a head and a hand, so it wasn't really a cosplay. So I didn't win, but I was I was really happy to because it was the first time uh, I I brought him somewhere because uh, he was just brand new. Uh, yeah, yeah, just fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was there. Um, moving around with him like um puppeteering him oh that's uh, cool yeah yeah it was a great moment but uh skexard just had uh, another adventure just now he's actually he's actually here in this room with us right now so yep. the, the listeners won't be able oh, to, really? to see him but we do we do have him with us he's currently uh hanging out with my cats um oh nice yeah <laughs> um but he's also uh been introduced to the skexis that's in my possession from the from the creature shop challenge um that i've mentioned a couple times oh um, yes so ilian yeah. uh has been sort of playing around with um with my creature shop puppet and giving me a few tips and pointers on you know what else what what other uh, sort of work there is to do on yeah, him and things to tinker but, at a bit more and um, yeah yeah actually just uh you know a couple hours ago she was literally wearing it she had the whole like she was up <laughs> oh, in wow. the entire body walking around in it and that was just f- fantastic so um that's awesome the yeah. head yeah. the head for her skexis is a lot bigger than mine yeah he's like, a big boy yeah the head is Huge, yeah. Huge. Mine yeah. is very small. Yeah. Like um, for the for the original movie, the head for the skeks are very are smaller than the one in the, in the show. Like they are okay, really yeah, bigger. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but the ones on the creature shop challenge are pretty chunky, and um, they. I mean, he was made in three days. And he has yeah, they a, did have a very short turn. Yeah, yeah and, he, yeah, and he's full of like servos and mechanics inside. He has like a little uh, mechanic that makes his nostrils flare. It looks like breathing, and his and for his eyes to blink and things like that. Um, so so he's pretty heavy. Um, but he's you know I I just I love him. And then of course, uh, Elian this past weekend got to take Skexard to Monster Palooza. Ah yes, of course, yeah. I don't know. I think Dark Crystal fans maybe know this convention. It's like a convention to celebrate uh, movie monsters, special effects, more uh, practical effects, puppets, animatronics, uh, makeup. It's um, the coolest. I If you ever get the chance to come to LA for Monster Palooza or for uh, Son of Monster Palooza, which is like the part two, um, it's just so much fun and there's it's such a great opportunity to make connections like i can't Ilian, you must have you must have been slinging out hundreds of business cards yeah, <laughs> yeah. i made a lot of connection here maybe yeah. my future is is in place yeah set in, set oh that's in, great yeah i'll make a yeah. californian I mean, of her that, yet <laughs> yeah i mean that's a great thing about like those big events like monster Blues and you know how you're able to make these connections with you know people with very similar interests or you know with what you wanted to do and you in your career sort of thing so um that is so awesome yeah so it's just um it's it's very cool like um and it's always yeah it's always cool to see you know some dark crystal you know some cosplay here and there and um yeah yeah and so i guess you know of course uh because i mean you were here just for monster palooza wasn't it um leon and of course originally originally originally, but then but uh, yeah i wanted to spend more time like visit visiting the city and everything but Stuff happened. (laughs) (laughs) Things happened to another. One thing led to another, and the next thing we knew, we ended up uh, at the Jim Henson Creature Shop. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, um, Yeah, we ended up, you know, Ilian really, she networked her little butt off out there, and we. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Skexard made some some good connections. We got just the right card, and um, we managed to get uh, connected to Peter Peter Brook, the you know creative director of the of the Creature Shop. Um, who is just such a delight, such a sweet human, um, such a creative genius, and just so kindly uh, gave us our own sort of personal tour of the creature shop. And 
Um, I, without divulging too much, because there's a lot we can't divulge, boy, we saw a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was there when they told me, like, ah, oh, can you visit the creature shop? Uh, we can make you a tour and everything. Then I called Sydney, like, Sydney, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> we gotta go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, I still feel as though I had just the best dream ever. It's so, like, not real still. Um, But yeah, we, we saw several um, awesome sculptures from Age of Resistance. Um, just putting it out there ahead of time before anybody starts speculating. No, we got no, like, nothing pertaining to a season two or conference. No, like, no, no wind no, towel yeah, or anything like that. Nothing of no, that no. effect. This is out not that sort yeah. of announcement. Yeah. This is literally just us geeking out about the things yeah. that we saw from things we already know we loved and uh, I think they haven't started pr production for season two like it was cancelled before they started building, yeah. some, building anything yeah n nothing nothing to that effect literally yeah. just uh, you know lots of lots of sculptures and um, things that made us feel very nostalgic for um, for the Crystal Calls doc a lot of it was probably stuff that you could get peeks of in, in the Crystal Calls documentary as well mm. um, and then some things that you know were not uh, didn't end up getting used um, on camera and you know early designs concept designs things like that mm. um, and then of course lots of familiar faces from all over the Henson career just from the beginning just it was like walking around in there was like a I spy or like a where's Waldo with like you, <laughs> you could not look anywhere without seeing something that made you go oh that's from yeah. that oh that's from that oh that's yeah. from that like everywhere it's like yeah everywhere your eyes turn you yeah. just saw oh well there and over there and it's yeah. like yeah. they are they are watching uh working on future projects and mm -hmm. all the old, mm. the old projects are looking at them, like yeah. uh, working. Yeah. Like the yeah. ancestors blessing <laughs> the ancestors, them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but we did get to go into the conference room, which is sort of, when you go into the conference room, everything's set up. They have specific things uh, on display for photo ops, and that's where they tell you, like, okay, this is the room where you can take pictures. This is the room where you can, you can talk about anything that happens inside these doors only. And... Um, and so, you know, we got some really great pictures, which um, I have every intention of sharing with the world as soon as my brain comes back online. Um, <laughs> yeah. go, go through all the... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the processing is all done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> On the rooms, they have, uh, like, the Wall of Destiny, the original the Wall, Wall of Destiny. Wall of Destiny. Uh, two original Skeksis, um, mm -hmm. the Scroll Keeper and the Chamberlain. Mm -hmm. They are there. Yeah. And uh, they had uh, Rian. Yeah, they had a Rian oh, puppet. Oh, yeah, Rian was yeah. It? yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Peter, uh, Peter Brook was kind enough to bring him out. He was like, "Oh, hold on, I'll bring a special guest for you," and came back and had an actual screen-used Rian puppet. No, he was already in the room, but just uh, sitting right, like uh, he was kind of off near the door. Yeah, yeah. He, he, oh, yeah, he yeah. wasn't because uh, they're not doing public tours right now in the no. uh, in the creature shop. You, ha it has to be a situation like this where somebody hooks you up and you get a private tour. No big deal. Um, and yeah, he brought out Rian and uh, Ilian had the, the. I perpetuated him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She lived the dream. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. He's my favorite character from the show, so it was very yeah. emotional. Um, oh, but, yeah. But yeah. Because did you get a chance to did you get did you did you actually get a chance to play with him during? Oh, probably not during the um, the Great Conjunction. So this is no. Sort of, at the Great Convention. No, no, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, he was a, a full-body puppet. Um, oh, yes, yes, yeah. At the Great Conjunction. Uh, yeah, because they had Deet, Rianne, and uh, Herp at, at the Great Conjunction. I think I already, yes. already said that. I don't don't remember. I think uh, they did, yeah. Say as many times as you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. They had, yeah. yeah, they had, um, yeah, all of them. Uh, Victoria Reed was puppeteering uh, Herp. He had Herp, and yes. uh, it was very cute. But Rian and Dit was yeah. were like statues. Like yeah, they were display only. They were display only. Yeah, display only. Well, yeah, it, yeah, they were enough, screen yeah. screen used. Yeah, but uh, retired. They were yeah, <laughs> mm. retired gotcha, to yeah, display yeah. only. And uh, then uh, yeah. yeah, but this one though, he was. I mean, she stuck her arm right in there, and he came alive, and he was. It was yeah. quite a sight. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, what what yeah. we called like what we call like a hero version of the puppet. Hero version. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. Uh, oh, the main uh, yeah, the main the one main, for the yeah. close-ups and everything. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. he doesn't have his legs. Mm -hmm. um, he has your legs. 
Yeah, it, like, it's my legs. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he was standing there. So I was uh, speaking with uh, Peter, like about the weight of the puppets, like, oh, uh, wh where, uh, it's maybe a bit heavy with the head, the animatronics, the clothes. And then, ah, oh, want to try it? I went, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You're not going to say no to I'm that. Pick my job so, off the floor no and then, yes, I'll be right with so, you. So, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, would not, I couldn't believe it. But he was very easy to puppeteer. Like, yeah. you can see, okay. yeah, yeah. you can see all the ex expertise, like, inside out, how, um, how they work, how they are made, uh, how they are really made for the puppeteers. Like when you put your hand uh, in uh, in the head, you know exactly where where you have to put your uh, your thumb uh, and your other fingers and everything. It's like very intuitive. Yeah, it's very intuitive. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, wow. he's quite heavy. That's awesome. He's yeah. not as heavy as I thought, but well, he feels heavier the longer you hold him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When you had when you have uh, your hand your hand hurt like that in the position the puppeteer had he's very oh, for, heavy yeah for such a very long time yeah yeah I, I think even for myself like not puppeteering but um with film school or filmmaking mm -hmm. in general um like my expertise well during that time was i was a sound operator so i was always, always holding the boom pole oh, up oh, yeah. really high up for a good you know and there'll be moments where it's like i'm holding it for almost because they sometimes you know back then I was doing like very long takes like two minutes or whatnot and I'll just be holding it like <laughs> dying you know sort of thing yeah but yeah no I understand like just yeah like how yeah you would get really buff you know, in one shoulder the, the challenges of holding it up for such a very long period of time yeah yeah and I got to puppeteer him and Neil Sternberg is way be way better than me <laughs> It was a like, pretty cute little scene, though, for sure, that you that you made. It was like she had Rianne looking like all, wow, where am I? Like, I'm not in Thra anymore. I'm, yeah. <laughs> suddenly I'm in this office in Burbank. <laughs> like, yeah. he had this look like, oh, wow. There is two skexes. Yeah, yeah awesome. why, why aren't they yeah. moving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, Sydney made really the cute. movie of me. Um of me uh, no, so, yeah. yeah I got a really nice little video of uh, Peter sort of guiding her through the process and then she's like experimenting with Neil's uh, methods of you know the walking walking the walk yeah because yeah. Uh, this is why um, uh, he's my favorite performance I think I already said that in the podcast uh, because uh, I think you made an episode about Rian and I did like a very long text and you read everything <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we read, we read your letter. Yeah. I know, yes, yeah. Because it was awesome. And now, I mean, I'm sure those feelings are quadrupled now that you've actually come face-to-face -face with him, literally. Yeah. So I tried to make, uh, to reproduce, like, uh, Neil's technique. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't do, like, the puppet, the Muppet walk. Like, yeah. uh, you that. only no, move no. your... thing up and down. You only move your... Yeah, your yeah. arm up and down. Like, he used his own weight, his own feet to make him uh, okay. walk, yeah. Walk, yeah, yeah. Because I still remember the behind the scenes, even, I think, with the original film, and I think they were even... I think Jim was trying to, was struggling, you know, trying to figure out a way to make the puppets, you know, walk naturally, not so Muppety, sort of, you know, bouncing up and down. Yeah, um, this isn't Kermit so, yeah, anymore. So, no, no, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, but it definitely sounded like, yeah, you just had a, such a fantastic time, you know, you know, being in the US, you know, from Once a Palooza and then the, going to the creature shop really I just was not, uh, not expecting that. <laughs> and then no. uh, we and then we spent yesterday at Universal Studios and, you know, honestly, I think Universal should uh, they should be featuring some Dark Crystal stuff a little more, I think, for the original movie, for the anniversary. I really hope that. I hope that they do like some screenings or something at their theater. Like this is purely speculative. I just think, you know, we, we had the best time, uh, you know, spending the day there and doing the studio tour and everything. But I'm like, you can only take so much Fast and the Furious before you're like, listen, my family, my family's in Throb in Diesel. I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> the part of the family. Yeah, yeah. My, my family are Gelfling. Uh. Can you just step back and let let the Dark Crystal fans have five seconds here, please? <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be fantastic. Yeah, because I mean, of course, Universal, they did distribute um, the original film. Started it all um yeah it would be fantastic to see you know to have them sort of getting involved with the um the 40th anniversary hopefully later this year because i mean 1982 
it was a massive year like for movies in general i mean of course with universal another well another their movies was et of course so you know and they definitely uh, feature that yeah. pretty heavily in the park even though they they no longer have the et ride they have oh, they don't. Uh, no they replaced it with the mummy when i was in high school oh. and granted the mummy ride it slaps it's great yeah. Elian, yeah. you can attest yeah. to that. The Mummy Ride, okay. it's the business. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I do greatly miss the ET Ride because that was it was really fun when I was little. But but they still feature ET pretty heavily in the park. They have an entire parking structure that's all ET themed, um, and they have uh, they have you know merchandise in all of the stores that's ET related. And then like when you go on the when you go on the studio tour, um, they have uh, there's like a row where you drive down this long street on the tram and you go and you see like posters of all the movies like in chronological order and it's not every single movie it's just like a lot of like notable ones and like mm. et is et is the designated 1982 i movie. think the, the one the ones who uh, won like uh awards academy awards, academy awards yeah. yeah yeah so uh because it's um yeah it's they go down the list like year by year starting all the way back from like the beginning of the studio all the way up to present day of like uh, all the posters for every movie that won oscars and they definitely make a point they make a point to feature et and um so yeah that's definitely the the 1982 star at universal and but you know there's room for more there's room for dark crystal to share that spot oh yeah so yeah yeah get universal working with with the Henson Company, you know, yeah. let's you know maybe make some more films. You know, who yeah. knows? <laughs> and then uh, it would be yeah. yeah. And then uh, tomorrow we are headed to Disneyland, which of course has they're only interested in Muppets and not Dark Crystal. But you know that's probably for the best. I don't I don't know how I'd feel if Disney bought. bought Dark I'm Crystal. having the best two weeks of my, of my life for real. <laughs> yeah. that, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I know. So. Like yeah, so it's over the moon for you guys. And yeah, so now nah, like I'm hoping you know you know when we're able to fly you know well, well we can fly but you know once the great conjunction all those dates are locked in hopefully i can make the trip and um get to see you see you all in person um it'd be such a a momentous occasion and and especially you know if it did happen you know if we got you know even like sydney and jamie and and us you know it was you know the the podcast is together and yeah it's just, it's um it'd be such a, a big special a momentous occasion oh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so um on site let's like uh on live like a live show oh yeah, yeah well yeah exactly <laughs> yeah we do some live shows yeah. and do like i know things things like not, you interviewing know, people uh in I the know, convention yeah. yep <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah we'll go around with our podcast mics yeah exactly just, you know We'll just bug everyone, you know, yeah. you know, even just fans yeah. in the show. We're on floor, like, Dark Crystal correspondent. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat. So, I know, yeah. So, that, that, there's, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're in, you know, we're almost halfway through the year. Um, so let's let's um, it'll be interesting seeing the first half. It's been a bit quiet. I mean, you know, I think really, where the workshop have been sort of holding it up they've been you know <laughs> going warming they're warming it up yeah. so let's hope that things more a lot of more dark crystal things to come um later this year um yeah so it's just um yeah very interesting time and yeah just again you know really the big thing at the moment is just keep you um uh keep uh looking up with the great conjunction and hopefully we'll they share some updates and we'll share some updates yeah. too. So And what other celebrations um, are coming for the fortieth anniversary? What else what exactly, else is yeah. on the horizon? And of course, I mean, you know, we were talking about Universal Studios and how, you know, the fast uh team have got, you know, they've got a big section, of course. They they got a fast and right. furious ride, I think. There's they do. so much but, fast hey, and furious stuff everywhere. <laughs> but too I much. Think oh, no. also, I, I, <laughs> but also I don't I and, and I mean, before we sign off, I think we got to give a. I don't think we talked about it in the last. I don't think episode, we did. Don't. No, we didn't. Because I think back then it was sort of rumored, but not rumored, but it was like it was reported, but it wasn't officially announced. It wasn't officially announced. But now we can now say congratulations to Louis Leterrier, um, who took over. Um, you know, with directing um, uh, the Fast and the Furious or Fast Ten um uh of of the franchise so no no which is um which which is really fantastic um so yeah of course justin lynn yeah he was you know initially attached to fast 10 and creative differences that can happen so of course they needed a director and yeah louis step yeah oh yeah yeah it, yeah it's not like a 
it happens a lot it's it's not a unique kind of thing like it's so louis stepped up and he's like hey i want to do this or yeah it, and um yeah he got the gig and um and i think they have finished uh filming um as far as i'm aware i think that all or it's either they're finished filming or they're going to really soon so i hope he's having fun and and actually when we were at the back lot they were actively filming something and they couldn't tell us what so who knows maybe louis was there with us and we had no idea um but (laughs) i just i hope he has the best time i hope that if nothing else you know because i'm i don't have particular nostalgia or love for the fast and furious series but it's clear that it has a humongous following and that it has tons of fans everywhere and it's uh, given lots of people lots of enjoyment and for a director like louis who's just such (laughs) like not enough can be said about louis and what a great person he is and how talented he is and so it's really great to see him attached to something that so many people are going to enjoy and that's going to get so much publicity um, get his name out there even more than it already is and um, and and furthermore just you know to have him have even more of a connection with Universal so maybe when he's back there he can be like hey you guys uh, there's not enough Dark Crystal back here <laughs> like, oh. yeah, no. <laughs> nothing for the original film yeah <laughs> but he, he's also in French projects like he's French and he did a yes of course yeah he did a Lupin Lupin I yeah think, Lupin yeah yes, that's yeah. Netflix it's a French show and um, I think yeah as you know uh, you know the, the show so yeah it made it made like uh, a bit uh, of success uh, on other countries oh yeah and friends yeah, yeah it was such a it, it became it was such a big hit when it came out um, so. No, which has been really great. So, and, and of course, you know, Louis has um, worked with Universal in the past. I think with Now You See Me, that yeah, was, I think I like that, that might have been his first. Really yeah, like yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so no, it's just great, you know, back in Universal with um, this time for Fast 10. And um, yeah, um, definitely like, you know, yeah, I mean, even for myself, like I, I'm not a huge Fast and the Furious fan, but like, I like, and I have seen, I have seen some of the movies, of course, um, but you know it, it, like it's it's very exciting like i know they're very um you know just they're very well fun, loved you know, yeah. they're gonna oh yeah a lot absolutely. of people are gonna see it <laughs> oh regardless yeah and who knows you know maybe from this you know they'll ask louis what, what do you want to do next and he's like maybe some dark crystal you know <laughs> if every, that's something he's still <laughs> yeah every people who, get worked, the word who worked with him like loved work, working with him like he's uh they only have great things to say about him and how dedicated he is to his art and everything. When we were at the studio, uh, Peter Brook was raving about him as well. Just like, what a great guy he okay, is. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and yeah, and he was, um, yeah, he's been fantastic. Um, like, yeah, when we chat, when we had him on the podcast um, a couple of years ago, um, yeah, that was such a delight, you know, to have him and, and Jeff and Will talking uh, dark crystal and one of the best days yeah, of my was, life <laughs> it really was yeah yeah absolutely yeah. so that he's was in the great shop um yeah <laughs> yes yeah yeah i have quite yeah. a list now of best yeah. days of my life directly related to dark crystal <laughs> yeah i know yeah so let, let's hope for uh many more um yeah many more fantastic memories for for dark crystal with the franchise through the podcast or great conjunction and who knows what, you know, Henson Company might have in store for us. So, you know, fingers crossed, of course. <laughs> the Great Conjunction was one of my, of the best day mm. of my life too. So I hope yeah. you will attend, attend it and have great memories too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'll definitely do my best. I'll, you know, we'll, I'll find a way. Um, so, yeah, it's all fantastic if we, stuff. If yeah. we have to sell a kidney, man, we'll make it work. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Dari. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, so I think with that, we'll, um, we'll sign off for this episode of Trial by Stone. And before we sign off, um, how can people, how, how can people find you? Like, you know, whether you're social medias or do you have a certain website or a page that, you know, we can... Well, I'm mainly on Instagram. Like this is where I post most of, most of my work, and I engage with uh, with people following me and, uh, and and everything. My Facebook is more personal, but yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. My my Instagram is where all my work is, uh, and it's uh, I think you you can share the link, but it's uh, my name. It's Eliane uh, dot Torauba, 
well, it's my name. Oh, okay. It's only so, yeah, my name. Your full name, yeah. Yeah, it's my name with the yeah. dots. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Excellent. Yeah, but now we'll definitely um, put your link in the show notes so people can check it out and we'll we'll tag you in the episode as well so people want to find uh, your work and what you've done. Um, we'll make it easy. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'll, do, we'll definitely make it easy and accessible, you know, to, to make it all happen. Yeah, thank so, you, guys. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you so much for being on the show. It, again, ha- great having you back. And um, yeah, here's some many more in, in the future. Um, um, yeah, so I think with that, yeah, we'll sign off. And um, thank you all so much. And stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. Follow us on Instagram at darkcrystalpodcast and on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.